Welcome to another bonus episode of me. I am a memoir, the meaning of the meaning of Mariah Carey, where me, Fab, and that posh uh, <laughs> go through Mariah Carey's memoir, the meaning of Mariah Carey, and also her associated output, which mm. has brought us this week to the soundtrack to the film Glitter, also Mariah Carey's studio album. So it is two things in one. It is a huge enormous it's a double project. dp it's it is it a is. double dp <laughs> she's been working on it forever um but uh normally we don't do a mimi moments for an album but you know what sometimes sometimes there's diligence in the world of mariah carey <laughs> and so we are doubling down and we're going to get some of those mimi moments Uh, Mariah has been kind this week, giving us a few little moments. So we've got the headlines, quick and simple. Mariah has made a hilarious fall plans versus Delta variant meme featuring Bianca on the Twitter. Oh, yes. I saw that. Very, very, very fun. Thank you, Mariah. Um, And fantasy and fantasy remix videos have been released in 4K. So we can see the ODB. I saw that. Oh, you can see the L Greenwig. Yeah, you can see the tag. <laughs> but in our lead stories, and we have two this week. The first one is the big bombshell. It's it's the Black Irish. Oh, I know. So Don't Mariah, even. I mean, she has her own splash. Yes, she's like, I'm just I I, I fancy a splash. I'm going to make it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's released a range of Irish creams named Black Irish, of course, to celebrate her biracial background. Yes. Um, there is original salted caramel and white chocolate uh, flavours with the tagline, a cause for celebration or oh. a cause for celebration. Um, now, I have to say, Mariah got these into stores almost instantaneously. Like, oh. she posted it and then Lamley had it, like, yep. t- you know, 10 past midnight <laughs> in their, like, hot little hands. Like, oh, we've already got it. Yeah, thank you. thanks, Mariah. Oh. Like, they were banging down those doors. <laughs> I... If I still drank, I would be totally into that. I would be making myself, like, I'd be getting some butterscotch schnapps and getting right into that business. (laughs) See, I'm not so good with the dairy, and I feel like any any cream alcohol not so good for me, but I'll have some cookies. Is there any actual dairy? (laughs) I don't know. I think it's the the texture. It's not good for for the old tum-tum. And it does. (laughs) It is not good when it comes back the next day. No. <laughs> but we also have a little other moment that mm. I mean we're not this is um I I, I can it's only hearsay because it's it's coming from someone else, but oh. it's very interesting. So Margaret Cho, comedian, yes, um, has been interviewed and was asked about some surprising stories that mm. people, you know, encounters with other celebrities and things like that. You always get asked that when you are a celebrity adjacent. Yes, and you must put the tarp <laughs> down. So she put the tarp down, is what happened. Oh, so Margaret was with Mariah in the early '90s before the release of Mariah Carey, mm. um, and she was, you know, Mariah was all excited because apparently she had in her hand the 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 album, yes, like pre-release. She was all excited, so that was kind the of the one tidbit. Yes, them. this was sort of one little tidbit that was shared, and then she went on to say, apparently at the same party, 
uh, Mariah said that she was going to beat that bitch's ass. <gasps> to which Margaret says, and I believe she was talking about a not yet famous JLo. No. So did Mariah not know Lo before she did not I don't know Lo? Oh. Mm. Because in my head, maybe Margaret's mixing up a party. Like, you know, maybe it was two different parties and she said it's the same party. Just memory. She may have trick. had. Like, but I was like, imagine. Was was she talking about having the masters of the album Glitter? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Lover boy. We still had the firecracker. <laughs> yeah, firecracker. Maybe. Had to change it at the last but this is what's so crazy. <laughs> I was like, okay. So... Imagine this could blow the lid off of this if if they knew each other pre previously. Pre, yeah, there's, like, there's been animosity predating. I don't, I don't understand. But why was Mariah angry? What had I know? Regular name done, and I, was regular name. She was in. Was it in Living Color? Oh yeah, she was a dancer. She's a dancer. Um, so I'm guessing she was probably doing that around this time. Maybe oh, there was so she's probably just big. doing squats all over the place. It's like just stand <laughs> up properly. What are you doing, woman? <laughs> Stop trying to pick things up with your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, is Mariah buttest? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> she's anti anti low butt. I just don't know. Don't bend over all the time. Like no one needs to see it. Stop no bend. one needs to see that old woman. <laughs> Picking up a leaflet with her bum. <laughs> but can you imagine if there was do, more to this? I do it's worry probably about just Margaret's not. recall. <laughs> yeah, look, I, it does seem a little strange, but oh, I'll I, need a corroborating I, I need source. I think. <laughs> yeah, look, but I need I need this prelude. You know, oh, I yeah. need this. This is a great prelude. I'm oh, into this prelude. <laughs> absolutely. I'm imagining it when Mariah tells it she's 12 and J-Lo's like 70. I was a zygote. My parents had not met. Uh, and this grandma in hot pants. <laughs> Kept bending over for oh no reason. <laughs> Saying, I'm a fly girl. I'm a fly girl. And Shut mouthing up. words that other people. Do girl. <laughs> she was mouthing words that other people were singing. Yes. I don't know. She kept singing really loudly to the music and none of it was in key. <laughs> <laughs> Although she did pick up the key with her butt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, look, that was just so fascinating that I had to bring it into the lead stories. How could one not? How could you not? That is some spectacular dirt that you've dished oh, there. <laughs> so, so here for it. But that does bring us to the end of Mimi Moments. All right, well, uh, then we're going to break it on down. Um, We are going to listen track by track to the album that received justice only recently Mm -hmm. and celebrates its 20th anniversary this week. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. (laughs) I I can't imagine it will be overshadowed by any other anniversaries. (laughs) (laughs) No one of the anniversaries happening this week. No. Uh, Um, Anyway. (laughs) Let's break it all down. Glitter. Break me on So Glitter released September 11, 2001. It was a US number seven and an Australian number 13. What were we thinking? <laughs> we were thinking, what is going on in America? What is going One on? of our airlines shut down that week. <laughs> oh, Mariah's out. <laughs> I was meant to fly to Sanity and get Mariah's new album. I lived in the country. It was very far away. Yeah, it was very far um, So, I mean, little needs to be said about Glitter. I, I think, as you said, it's it's 
infamous, it's famous, it's, it's had its justice moment. So I think we should just dive into the first song. Yeah. Which is Loverboy Remix. Weird way to start. Weird way to start with the remix. Totally random. Um, so I we featured. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to ask you why you get it because I don't. Um, so we've got a feature with Debrat, Ludacris, 22, and Shauna with two ends. Yes. Um, written by Mariah, Larry Blackman, Thomas Jenkins, uh, Debrat, Ludacris, 22, and Shauna. Yep. I'm going to hit us up with the little uh, poshnopsis of the video. Poshnopsis, a poshnopsis, a poshnopsis. So, <laughs> sil- <laughs> silver. I did. Silver flag man, car race shorty shorts, bum cheeks, Mariah has flags. Uh, mm-hmm. Debrat races to Burger King. Mariah <laughs> rides a car and wears a canteen bandana on her bozzies. Now she's in a kaleidoscope. And then in brackets, Mariah Scope. A mari- it was such a Mariah um, Scope. It's a Mariah Scope. I love it. So many Mariahs. Uh, <laughs> I don't care about all of these cars, but Mariah jumps out of a cake. <laughs> Woo! Woo! That's the whole video. Could you uh, the <laughs> There's a lot of wooing in this song. There's a lot of wooing. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of bouncing. I'm a lot of bouncing. I was going to say it. A lot of bouncing in that video. Um, I think whatever... <laughs> <laughs> Look, the straps have worn off um, well and truly, like even more so than they'd worn off in Heartbreaker, I think. <laughs> I, I don't understand how the tied up at the front bandanas stayed in place, but God no. love that woman and her amazing pneumatic breasts. Like they worked <laughs> overtime. Like she must have a muscle sure. in there that holds things I up. I think so. <laughs> yeah. The Mariah muscle. The Mariah sounds- muscle. Um, how did you feel about the song itself? So, I, I'm going to leave some of my comment until we get to the... The real Loverboy. The other Loverboy, yeah. yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting to begin with a remix, as mm. as you have mentioned. Um, I did kind of like that Mariah was kind of done pretending. Like, I'm not going to just, like, not have features. I'm going to feature everywhere. Yeah. All over. And we're going to start with it. Um, so, yeah. I didn't mind it. I thought it was catchy and boppy. And it didn't completely change the song, the remix. It just mm. feels like another version with features, which is kind of fun. I like sometimes. I think she did, did it with It's Like That as well, where the single had... You know, the radio edit yeah. that had the, the version with the features. And you could sort of pick what you were feeling that day. It's like, do I mm. feel like the hip hop? Do I feel like the more sort of mainstream pop? Oh, maybe I'll feel like both. Um, so I do kind of enjoy that when she does it. But um, I did note that Shauna actually says heartbreaker in, <laughs> <laughs> in her verse, which I thought Lesser. was interesting. A little callback. She forgot what song she was doing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. I... I actually know this version better. Like, this one feels more familiar to me than the... I know it's not quite rapless, the uh, regular version, but (laughs) all, like... Unlike the outfit. Yeah. (laughs) That is entirely (laughs) rap. But, yeah, I... This is, like, this is... This is Loverboy to me. Like, when I hear... When I hear Ludacris, when I hear Debrat, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is... This is how I know this song. Like, it's weird for me to hear it without them. Okay. Yeah, sure. Which is strange. Because um, the other one would have been the one on the radio Because, you know, that was a time when we didn't play the rap on the radio in Australia yeah. Well, I will say, Spotify, this one has probably twice as many plays Yeah As OG Loverboy Do you know what I discovered today? So, I listened to the album through a couple of times And then went on to um, I also went on There was a single 
there was a medley single that came out, Never Too Far. Don't worry, I touched on it. And and the hero. So I listened to that. <laughs> it's in here. It's in here. And then the B side <laughs> that was a rejected Diane Warren song she'd written with her from <laughs> Rainbow. The whole works. Oh. Anyway, I even went to the rarities and thought, let's have a listen to the Firecracker one again oh. after mm-hmm. having just listened to this one. So I thought I'll listen to them back to back and give them a little compare. I had not realised until this very day that Debrat raps in tune yeah. to that sample. You didn't realise? I had not known. I had oh not my known. Because I'm not, I'm not a low lover. So I didn't know, but I don't have that sample <laughs> as like a touchstone for so long. How funny. So like, it's like. Well, because the Loverboy remix, like, so the Loverboy chorus yeah. is still that yeah. melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. But it's just like she's really hammering because it's like really prominent. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so all the things she's saying about regular people <laughs> in her rap is to the tune of a regular person's song. And I'm like, yeah. this is epic. Like, this, I love it even more now. Because I just had not... I can't believe you didn't know. Well, I didn't want to engage with it for so long. I was just like, I just don't want to deal with what's happened to her, the way she's been treated by Tommy. I don't want to deal with, like... You know, for a long time I was very anti-low um, and then became begrudgingly <laughs> okay-low. <laughs> how did that happen? What? How did that moment switch? What the, was it that the made you okay-low? Okay yeah. Oh, God, seeing her in concert. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like just her putting on a show and going, oh, okay, she can't sing, but she can put on a show. I appreciate <laughs> the showmanship. I've, I've enjoyed her acting. But sure, I didn't. Well, that want was a separate. So you could yeah. you could separate that. Yeah, I mind. didn't want anything to do with her music career. Also, sure. I was working in gay bars when she was quite big, and so I had to hear her songs <laughs> a lot, and was not okay with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you hear like like even even my beloved Kelly Clarkson, when I heard her too I much on the radio, sometimes I'd be like, you know, maybe enough of this one. Maybe. Well, I will say maybe since it could be gone, can go. <laughs> my, I'm I'm a massive Kelly fan. Yes, but there are still a couple of songs that I never. And I don't want to say the other artists that they remind me of, but there's another artist that I find quite cloying mm-hmm. um, and just irritates my ear a little. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of songs when that person started that were reminiscent, if not actually written by that person. Oh. Um, and I, I can't go there. And I also found out that it was one particular song she was kind of forced to do. Oh. Um, and it was it involved a certain Dr. Luke who she... Actually didn't, she took her name off the song because she didn't want to be associated with him. So it left a bad taste. It's probably similar to what you're saying um, with with J-Lo and Mariah in terms of going, oh, I don't, mm, this is fine, but no. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I was just pointing that out because we went there. (laughs) We went there. Um, So, yeah, I I, I had not really, like, because that's, you know, that sample obviously has been in my head associated with that song for so long. So when... Yeah, I hadn't really noticed it before, that it <laughs> was still it. integral to the song, even though the mm-hmm. clinky, 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 plinky bit had not been in there. So, yeah, <laughs> it's weird. And I have to say, I actually think it works better without the sample. I, yeah, I agree. Like, I think, yeah, being based around the song is fine, but the sample means there's a bit too much woo and yeah, and I feel like this one kind of, like, hits the ground running a lot, a lot. Yeah. A lot faster, and I do prefer the the rapping one. The, like the, I like the remix better. All right, heaven. I, I yeah, I'm gonna hold off on saying too much more because I do want to give the complete story mm. at the end. Um, 
But for this one, I gave it a, a four out of five. Four how out of five? You, how are you vibing? Oh, my God. That's a good score. Oh, my God. It's infinity. It's glitfinity. So would you say that this is on par with other infinity? I'd say it's on par with Heartbreaker. Oh, yes. Like, it's very, yeah. yeah. It's up there with Heartbreaker. Um, <laughs> even Honey, I think. Like, just as a first as a first song from an album, it's just like, it feels like, you know, a fun summer song. Like, it's a, I really, yeah. And, right. and, and especially Debrat, like, just. I mean, we love Debrat. Laying down the law. And we love it. Hey, on me. All right, let's hit up uh, track number two, Lead the Way, written by Mariah. And guess who's back? Walter Snuffleupagus. 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 Because this song, turns out, was Mm. written a few years earlier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mariah's like, oh, yeah, what are we going to do for this soundtrack? Oh, I have a song. I've got one. I got one up my sleeve. I got a Snuffleupagus just uh, hanging around. In my, in my, um, what is it? She's wearing. (laughs) In her bandana. My bandana. In my bandana. In her bra dana. (laughs) (laughs) In her Jessica Simpson style bra dana. Yes. Um, I mean, Jessica wishes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like the Daisy Dukes were not helping her at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now Mariah has said she feels that this is the love theme for Billy and Dice. Yes. In the in the film Glitter, mm. and this was also on Ellie McBeal. Oh, Mariah went on. So I because I, I remember we talked about this. You haven't mm. seen Mariah in Ellie. I have McBeal, not seen Mariah in Ellie McBeal. It's a very quick moment, but it's very Mariah. Um, <laughs> so if you get a chance, look it up on YouTube, or maybe we'll watch the episode. Oh, but I don't think she's in it enough to watch it really the whole episode. But um, I do love like a. David E. Kelly show. So I would be happy to watch yes, all of Alan McBeal from beginning yeah, to end. Yeah, that's true. Just for one episode um, of Mariah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it does have Alison from Alice Place, so it's good. Alison. Um, <laughs> and Billy used to say it. <laughs> Alison. And she always says, Billy. And her Billy. husband's name in Alan McBeal is Billy. Billy. Um, so you get like Billy. nine seasons Alison. of her. <laughs> got to finish the Ally McBeal thing um, just in saying that she plays a character she's not Mariah Carey no she's a witness on the stand okay. and then randomly at the end of the show she's singing in the club she's okay. pushed Vonda Shepard aside and this is the song she sings <laughs> but was this that, this is probably because was this in 2001 was this like promo for the movie it was so, yeah, yeah. Um, so and she I wonder if that's paid like that would have been like a, no maybe not I mean she and, would have been recompensed in some way but she wouldn't be paid yes. as Mariah Carey would have been. yeah Deserve to be paid because it would be yeah, too much for a TV. They were spending it too much on Ellie Mc- on Callista. Yeah. Um. But it was funny because Anastasia was on around the same time, and Mariah knows Anastasia. Oh. She likes go. her tweets, which is very funny because even though Anastasia is American, she has no success there. Yeah. Um, she's mainly Europe and Australia. But I was like, maybe that's how they met in the hall. Maybe they're like, you have a big voice too. Oh, I like you. I like your um, big. I like your big vocals. <laughs> So, for Lead the Way, what are your thoughts? How do you feel? Oh, my God. Lead the Way. Um, I love the build because it starts so breathy and soft. And then we get not only a massive belt and some whistle notes Mm -hmm. and a run, Mm -hmm. but there is a point. So, it's a marathon. Towards the end of the song where I'm like, how has she not fainted? She has not (laughs) breathed. There's not been a breath for about two and a half minutes. Yeah. She's been holding a sustain and a squeal and now a run 
And now another sister. What what is happening? It is like it. It is one of those songs that sticks the landing uh, yes. as far as ballads go. Like it is, and it feels. It does feel like a throwback. It does feel like a throwback oh, to sure. earlier yeah. Mariah albums. Like it's this. Yep. This could sit on Music Box quite happily with those four hundred <laughs> other ballads. My last note. I think it's nice to get this as a bit of a throwback to something she could have done on Music Box or Daydream. Oh wow! Literally my last. <laughs> Just back to what you were saying about her sticking the landing, because I agree. Mm. But there was a song, I, I, don't, I didn't write it down, but somewhere later on, um, I think one of the other ballads, where she does a big moment similar to the end mm. of this. And, but there's like one word that sounds like it's been quickly thrown in later, like she maybe needed to catch her breath. And then just, come, <laughs> just put a word in there. It's fine. Just and I've never noticed that before, but it just <laughs> it popped up in my head when you said that. Um, so what I wrote was... It just felt like a really nice balance vocally and she resisted a key change. Good oh, girl. Yeah. Good girl. Because I was like, it's going to happen. And it might have worked, but I was really happy that she did it. She, she did like, no, She did a run instead. She goes, that. I'll yeah. do a little run and then just stay stay where yeah. I am. because And it worked. Because I've, I've already belted this note once. So let's give it one more yeah, go. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I also appreciated it was a good length, about four minutes. I was like, yeah. great. It's ticking the boxes. You know, I never look at the length. I want them to all go for 22 minutes. (laughs) A a 22 minute sustain would be my ideal, Mariah. With a whistle and a little run. (laughs) Definitely wouldn't kill her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to edit one together now. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. So, what score did you give this song? Oh, my God. This this gets whistle finity. See, I feel like already I'm I'm the mean marker coming back. Oh, yeah, you're going to hate I this gave one. it... No, I gave it a four and a half, but I oh, said yeah. it could grow. I, I was like, I think this one would grow. The second listen, I bumped it up I already. I forgot all about this song. Did you? Yeah. I think that's maybe the one thing with some ballads, because she's had so many ballads, yeah. some of the ones, as nice as they are, they just don't stand out. Oh, there is... Even when they're really good. There is a ballad on this album that I... Look, I won't talk about it until we get there, but okay. that is just how I think of this album. Okay. And everything else on it, I'm like, oh, that's right, this is on this album. Because there is one song that I just go, oh, it's that album. Um, so the next track, track three, I'm Real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or If We. If We. Um, if we no, anyway. um, which features Ja Rule or Jalo, as I call him, ja and Nate Dog. Ja Written by Jeffrey Atkins, who I'm assuming is Daryl, Mariah, Nathaniel Hale, which I think is Nate, Howard Hirsch, and Damian Young. Um, and then later reworked by Demiza and released as a single called What Would You Do with Butch Cassidy, Nate Dogg, and Mariah in mm. 2004. Mm. Was not across this. Apparently there was a whole moment as to why someone else got kicked off the track. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, do you know about this? Well, I presume it's because they went off and did... Uh... <laughs> Did the oh. other one? I, I don't. I actually wasn't referring to Jalo, <laughs> but I think it was someone else. But maybe, maybe the the story's got a bit muddled. But yeah, let, let's say it's that. Um, <laughs> so for this one, I wrote, "It's nice, not enough Mariah." No, um, and very hard not to hear other Jarul songs of the time, not just regular ones, but Ashanti ones, yes. and and just the general jar of it all um and i kind of wasn't the biggest fan of that moment you didn't like the jar um, moment i liked a couple of the jar moments bec- but because they all sounded the same yeah really it was like okay you know, this, this song fine. feels like mariah's doing bvs until mm. we get to the end and then we get something we very rarely get from mariah which is 
sub-whistle high notes, like mm. up at the top of her register, but not her whistle register. Yeah. And she very rarely goes there because she's always like True. down in the bottom and then oh, I'll just do a whistle just to sh- show you how good I am and then we can go home. Yeah. yeah. But this is like some some proper, you know, kind of soprano register almost, like very high. I have to go back now and, and re-listen with that in mind. But just right oh. at the end. And it's just like one of these moments you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot you could sing there. <laughs> Well, someone recently posted a thing, um, which actually brings Kelly Clarkson back in, mm. which was the Ariana and Mariah um, comparison whistle, um, what do you call it? Harmonizing of the whistles mm. in the Christmas special. And it showed that compared with a clip of Kelly singing All I Want for Christmas is You, where she sings the, that sort of big belt at the end, yeah. which it sounds wonderful and she can sing it very well. Mm. And Kelly has quite a decent high register, yeah. but- they were comparing it as if, oh, yeah, well, Kelly's saying all I want for Christmas is you, so she could do this. Mm. And I was like, I love Kelly, but, and she maybe could do it, but you're comparing two completely different things yeah. because this is high belt versus whistle register. They're different. Yeah. But I didn't want to get into an argument with a stranger on the internet, so yeah. I didn't say anything, but I can say it here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the I, I, I often forget that she has control over her high range and not just her extremely high range like it was it's yeah and it's right at the end of the song and it's just like it's kind of like she's gone i'm just gonna put a capper on this you know <laughs> yeah. i've been a singing along i've been enjoying it everyone's having fun in my studio and i'm just gonna remind you that i have some supreme control of some very high notes <laughs> <laughs> i did say um that i thought mariah's bit was particularly catchy so i yeah I enjoyed Mariah's moments when she had them, but I just would have liked a little more. And I think that's kind of a little bit of a theme in some of the songs on this yeah. album, which we'll surmise at the end. Um, I think there's a reason for it. Yes. Um, oh, definitely there's a reason. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, now I'm curious about what your, I have my reason, but I'm curious as to what your reason is. Um, so I gave this a four out of five. Yeah, I think that's, I'd give it a solid four. Like it's okay, not like it's 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 a great song. Like it's a fun song. It's just again, you know, I forget a lot of these songs are on here. Um and that's, you know, when you look into the sun, you do not see much else. All you can see for about twenty minutes after you look into the sun yeah. is the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and when we get to the sun, you will know. <laughs> Whose son? <laughs> no, I'll send you a picture of him. That's a different thing. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, let's smash on to the next track, which is Didn't Mean to Turn You On. Oh, cover. Written. Wow, I did not know this going in. Oh. So there is a whole story behind what's about to happen. Oh, so, I love it. written by uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, oh. a cover of Sherelle. So, I'm going to read to you what I wrote mm. and don't comment until I finish because you'll, you'll want to jump in. Right. But I get there. Okay. So,. <laughs> I wrote, this is a Prince vibe that I can get on board with. Mm-hmm. This feels so 80s. I'm impressed. Getting Prince, Janet vibes with some Robert Palmer. Mm-hmm. So sad it turned out to be a cover. Um, but Mariah did sing over the original track and Terry uh, did the backing vocals. Found mm-hmm. that out. And then I found an interview where Mariah said, people are coming up to me about, I did a cover of Didn't Mean to Turn You On. And they're like, oh, isn't that a Robert Palmer song? And I was like, oh, how funny that people thought that as well. And Mariah's talking about it. So I Googled it. and Because I initially Googled Sherelle when yes. I found out it was a cover. And so I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And it's very similar and enjoyable. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, Robert Palmer did it. Okay. And then I listened to his and I didn't like his version. <laughs> <laughs> it just... 
<laughs> because he's a he could like he could sing like yeah. simply simply irresistible was a power moment yeah. vocally you know it was it was coming out of him and he didn't really this in, one's in a this kind song. of a slow burn for him I yeah whereas Mariah's gone like you say the full Prince Shaka Khan kind of eighties yeah. all over the Shaka oh and it is premium Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis like I just yeah. I love that they're like that she's had this association with them for so long and that she's dipped back into their back catalogue to do a song on yeah. this album. Like it feels, yeah, it feels just kind of right. That's like, oh, I discovered how amazing they were on my last album. So I'm going to, A, pay them to work on this album and give them a little little bump in the royalty <laughs> check department. Yeah. <laughs> that's always her reasoning for doing a cover. I figure that's why she does, like, so why she did Brenda K. Star. She's like, oh, go on, Brenda. I'll give you a little bump in the royalty checks with this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like with Whitney and, you know, because Dolly made so much money off Whitney Houston from I Will Always Love You. Ryan's just yeah. going around going, all right, I'm going to do a cover. Who, wants to, who needs cash? <laughs> yeah, <anyone? laughs> I'm going down the shops, going to dump something off. Anyone want to dump something off down the shops? Who needs it? <laughs> I did see recently on, I was so disappointed. They did a, on RuPaul's Drag Race, an all-stars snatch game of love. Yes. Um, and one character was Dolly Parton and mm. one was Whitney Houston. Oh, and I was heaven. like, this is a game of love. Not one of you thought to mention the fact that you both sang I Will Always Love You. Yeah. Like just, no, it was a shame. Queens don't have any history. <laughs> I don't understand the Elvira <laughs> joke. It's just, it's all wrong. I just, they're not in it for the camp and the fun. They're, they're in it for them. Anyway, how, how another reason head, I don't watch that show. How is what? How, how is your head? Oh, I haven't had any complaints. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so it's so funny. So this song... You would expect me not to like it because it has that kind of Prince thing going mm. on, but I really, I really liked it's it. It's really good, and isn't it? I'd never heard it. Um, I just loved... Like sort of the melody that ah uh, like that bit I was like it's every time I hear it in the song I'm like ah oh, yes all of that so I haven't really stopped listening to it since and I love Sherelle's version which is exactly the same yeah but um, I like the kind of syncopated that's what I think Robert Palmer doesn't get right is like is the syncopated delivery of the lyrics like the way yeah. it kind of stops and starts and just is just slightly off the beat a little bit is fun yeah. like it gives it that kind of dancey energy whereas he's kind of lounge singing it almost i know and it's so strange because the reason that it reminded me of him was because of that delivery yeah. and and those synths and like yeah i don't know because like that's like, normally how he, he had the hit he with sings it. and yeah it's yeah. weird it's i know it's strange but yeah and it was screamed him literally yeah. as soon as i heard it i was like oh it's robert palmer yeah like and without knowing that he'd done it yeah it really, i don't think the production odd. served him well on that song either no, there was just something lacking yeah. in the whole thing. And do you know why I thought of him? Was because the background sort of synths and bits and pieces made me think of the dancing girls. Oh, and they're in the video clip. And they're in the video. Yeah. And I was like, you're not even doing them justice, yeah, guys. No, it's, it was a very, yeah. I think that was just a hit because he had girls again in the video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretending to but, play instruments. <laughs> yeah. Looking confused. Um, <laughs> pretending to be turned on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But I, look, yeah. I loved it. So much fun. Like it's so. This is one of so the songs unlike, when I see the glitter album cover, I go, "Oh, didn't mean to turn you on." Like that's what yeah. enters my head when I see the artwork. Yeah. Like I'm yes. like, "Oh yeah, that '80s vibe, I love it." And it is. It's like kind of the first time on the album that you really get that. Like what you know, 
it sort of to yeah, me it feels like the 80s. there's something weirdly schizophrenic sometimes about this album because I feel like this is the first track of the Mariah Carey 80s concept album for the movie. Yes. And yep. the preceding couple of tracks have been, oh, we need something on we can turn into singles. Do you yeah, mind? Sure. And yeah. like the cameo um, appearance kind of pushes Loverboy into that area a little bit and some of the production on that feels a bit 80s, but it still feels very, um, you know, m- like early noughts Mariah. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And I think that happens a few times. Whereas, yeah, this does feel all encompassing. Yeah. Like we are in the 80s. I'm at a club at an age where I yeah. shouldn't be at a club, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, I been all right. So I gave, the, I was three months. Um, <laughs> I, gave one, um, I gave this one 4.5 out of 5. Ooh. Uh, I, I nearly went for a full five pushing infinity. I just, my favorite bits were in the first half and then it just comes, becomes chorus. So yeah. I was like, I just, maybe one more verse, <laughs> you know, just sprinkle that in at the end. And I would have been full infinity. Land. No, this is infinity for me. Like it is. is it? Yeah. yeah. It's just so like, yeah. I love, it is, I, yeah, I, it I, I love this little mini album that's in the middle of this album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Are we ready to not stop funking for Jamaica? We will not stop. With? Don't stop funking for Jamaica. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, written by Mariah, DJ Clue, Duro, I guess, um, and Mystical, and Tom Brown, and Tony Smith. I'm guessing there's a sample, which is Funkin' for, funkin for Jamaica, Jamaica by Tom Brown. Yeah, yeah. That, um, that would be it. This did come in at number 36 in Australia with uh, the double A side of Never Too Far. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a video. We do. Are ready? We do. Are you ready? Posh nopsis. A posh nopsis. Posh nops, posh nops, posh nopsis. You've got to do the shoulder dance. Okay. Posh nops. A posh nopsis. Don't start. Do not start. We don't have time. This can't turn into an 18 part review. Okay. So the video Fun Little Club and Shots of Water. Mariah has bangs. Oh, yeah. Mystical vibes. Three Mariahs. Th- got- triple Mariah. <laughs> triple Mariah. Straight hair, straight hair Raya, Farrah hair Raya, and Ponytail Raya. I have to say, just as an aside, all of her appearances at publicity for this movie, and she's rocking Farrah Fawcett hair. I'm like, she loved it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love that she's gone And a ponytail, at, you know, the, yeah. the TR Um now we're outside and Mariah swings. Mariah <laughs> has some natural curls and hands out some snacks. Farrah Mariah squeals and the other Mariahs are impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you spot that moment? That so good. <laughs> she squealy, squealy. I was like, yes, well done. She's good. I'm just a background um, vocalist, but I'm really impressed with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Mariah can do background for Mariah. I did love that it was like stage. we were finally seeing Mariah's uh, studio process come to life. <laughs> Yeah, literally. I do all my own background vocals. <laughs> Everything. No one else can. Everyone, go away. Um, so I will say the one thing, because of Mystical and he's very, um, uh, what do you call it? You know, like, you know that it's Mystical. Very idiosyncratic delivery. Yes. Yeah. Um, all I can think of is the intro scene of Scary Movie 2 when they're singing <laughs> Shake Your Ass on the piano. Have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> Which we can't repeat because it's problematic, but it was done by the Wayans brothers, so I think it's okay. But I did say I, I get the general idea, which I enjoy, but it's not 100% my vibe. I feel that Mystical's a little yelly. He's very yelly. A little yelly, but he's cute. 
I thought he was nice looking in the video. Very cute. <laughs> I, I don't mind his yelling on this because Mariah is also quite yelly on this song. Sure. Like, you know. It's preferable to some yelling later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. You know what? I have a lot of fondness for this. A, because I love Funkin' for Jamaica. It's one of my favorite, like, funky 80s vibes. Um, so it's like, because I'm like, it's not really a cover because there's so much rap and so much mucking around that it's. Yeah. It's not quite a cover. It's more of an interpolation. Um, but also the moment in the movie where yeah. she sings this is like, oh, yeah, no, this is great. It's literally behind you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I did write this. I said, I did want more Mariah, but her bit at the end, which I remember from the movie, yeah. is, is pretty great. Like yeah. I'm like, more of that, Mariah. Yeah. So I kind wow of, me. I, I kind of enjoy it because it's not like that all the way through, which would have driven me crazy. Because it's True. like a funk song. You don't want it, you know, you don't want it shouted the whole time. Um, well, I feel like you would, though. I feel like you're like, yes, please shout it the entire time. No, I want shouting the entire time just with the piano. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I love a build. I love a slow build. <laughs> and this is, but this is like, just suddenly it's like, all right, I'm a writer, I better do some singing. <laughs> it's because yeah. this song's been going on for a while. I'll sing at the end and we can go home. <laughs> Somebody pay her and send her home. <laughs> I need a wow moment. I'll just tack it on here. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Um, so for this one, it's, I mean, consistency. I gave this one a four. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do enjoy this a lot, but I, I think it's on the cusp for me. It's not quite okay. infinity. Although I, th- I feel like I have a lot of associations with the movie. So maybe it's, you know, it, that's, it's just about there. I'm curious to see how I will feel. Even though I have seen the movie, it's been a long time. So yeah. how I'll feel knowing a bit more about these tracks and how they are folded in. Yeah. Um, all right, let's hit up the next one, which is All My Life, bracket, turn Silk Way Down, close bracket. Written. <laughs> written <laughs> it was written for Rick James. Sorry, written by Rick James for Glitter. Did mm-hmm. you know this? Yes. It was yes. actually written for this. This was the white suits and the white limo and the other white accoutrement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Field, as we established. <laughs> so... What are your thoughts on this? Um, I, I love, you know, I, I, like I said, I love this little mini album that we've been having where we've we've had a whole bunch of really funky songs and this is continuing our 80s funk era. Um, disco flute, hello. Where, how can you go past a song that is riddled with disco flute? <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm like, what is going on? It's, it's disco it's flute. A, it's an early iteration of disco stick. <laughs> And yeah, I kind of like her vocals. It's it's kind of sweet and funk and funky and fun, but it's not. Again, it's not a standout on the album. Yeah, but it's it it really does feel very. You're just like, oh fuck, they got Rick James to write a song, and it is yeah a very funky piece of work. And I can't go past the disco flute. It is (laughs) it is kind of epic. It is going full disco flute. I just hear. <laughs> it was beautiful. It's a very you should, bad disco flute. You should flute. do disco flute on Mariah's next no, I'll tour. I do disco recorder. Terrible. I think I'd rather be cheap. Um, okay, so this one I wrote that. Oh my god. So I did write, I feel like this one fits the brief, but it doesn't quite jump out for me. Yeah. But it's not a skip either. Like, it's no. not like, oh, God, this one. Like, when it comes um, on, I'm like, oh, that's right, all my life. I love this. This is fun. Yeah. 
And I I think it's got good stuff in there. It just doesn't quite hit its potential. I did write, hit me with more of the 80s synth, which maybe that's the flute. Mm. Uh, maybe that's the disc. There was a few things in there. I'm like, oh, I like that. Yeah. More of that, please. Disco um, flute is the best. <laughs> but I will say, on I didn't notice this on the first listen, but on the second listen, and it could have just been because I've been a little bit headachy, um, the tone that Mariah is singing in, just a smidge whiny in mainly the verses. Mm. It reminded me of like Michael Jackson before... Puberty, which I mean, his voice didn't drop that much anyway. But you know, like that really sort of young sounding high tone. Yeah, that um, kind of that early she, Britney. Yeah, I mean, Britney has uh, even a lower voice anyway. Yeah. But um, just that, yeah, I'm young, and I don't know. There was some, it might have been a choice, or it might have just been where her voice was that day. Mm. But the second time I listened to her, I, I sort of, it, it was like you saying, hello, chicken, what, no, what do you call them? <laughs> hello, family. Like I was like, hang on. Oh, I got um, so it wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't horrible or anything. Yeah. It was just I, semi-toned down. I probably would have felt <laughs> more comfortable. <laughs> maybe um, it was the encode you were listening to. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Is that the brown noise or is that something yeah. else? <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, look, it was it was neither here nor there for me. So I gave this one a three point seven five. Yeah, five. this one I'm giving a five. Not quite infinity, okay. but you know, okay. it's it's got disco flute, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, on to reflections. Bracket care enough. Close care bracket. Enough. Which Mariah was, calls it care enough. Other people call she? it reflections. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I'm calling it what I call it. Okay. Um, so, written by Mariah and uh, Philippe Pierre. Mm-hmm. So, I what I did like about this was I feel like it's the appropriate time for the next ballad. Yeah, it's, it it's wasn't a good gear ballad, ballad, ballad. After, it was like, okay. after our mini eighties funk album we've just had. Yes, yes, yeah. It's like the EP, the EP, <laughs> mini eighties funk glitter EP <laughs> in the middle of this other large studio album. <laughs> um, and I did feel that lyrically thus far it's probably the most sort of personal and uh, at the very least the, the most obvious. Mm. Um, which of course Some great include, lyrics though, like um, really. Yeah, I've written a section down. You could argue that it's about the mum in the story, but I could also argue that it's about Patrick. Well, for so long it was about Billy, the character. And, you know, Mariah even said, oh, this is about a character. It's not about my life because my mum loves me. Um, And now having read the book, I'm like, this is not about Billy. (laughs) (laughs) And what I wrote was the lyric, you could have had the decency to give me up before you gave me life. That is a controversial (gasps) lyric. It is a controversial lyric. About, yeah, about choices made. Um, (laughs) Just a a little abobo. It's fine. But it's like really skirting. Like it's just, it's, and also she delivers that line. Mm-hmm. With the whole song feels very, very personal. clear. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I this might surprise people, but it did remind me a little bit of Underneath the Stars, but oh. the good bits that I like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have said there's bits of Underneath the Stars that I do like, but there's is it the, is it the so breathy vocals at the start? I don't remember. I'd have to go back. I think it's a little bit of the melody actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I kept here. Is it reverie? Is that the word she says in underneath the stars? She, you know how she. There's a word that she says in every, it, like a, a random new word that we learn in every song. <laughs> um, there's, there's a part, and I think it was reverie anyway. Um, yeah, it happened both times. I listened to. it. I was like, what is this remember? Oh yeah, underneath the stars. Um, so I, you know, I feel like for me, this is like 
redemption for that song and the melody that I enjoyed. Oh, cool. Um, that has brought it together. I was like, okay, it needed to walk so that Care Enough could run. <laughs> 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 and 4th of July is never to be heard of again. Okay, let's not talk about uh, <laughs> um, So I gave this one a 4.5 out of 5. Is that all? That's good for me. That's, e- <laughs> that's equal with my other top score. So this is the sun that is obliterating all other songs for me on this oh, album. This is okay. possibly one of my favourite Mariah songs. Full one stop. Of not, not. I, it could be my favourite. Like, you know, they change. Wow. It, but for yeah. a long time, this was my favourite Mariah song. This, like, this feels like a spiritual sequel to Vanishing. Okay. Which yeah. is a very personal song, obviously, clearly about um, Alison. And there is, yeah, there. this feels like as much as she says it's about the character and the movie, you just go, nah, mate. <laughs> like, like reading the book made me go, oh, I've always felt that Reflections was far more personal than, yeah. than it, like it felt Instantly. like you just go, you know, you're a decent actor, but this feels like more than just a character study. Like yeah. it's it's a, like the lyrics are spectacular. Like the it's yeah, and I love this song so much that when it turned up in the film, I did not enjoy that scene. Oh, you- <laughs> <laughs> Which we can talk about when we watch the movie. Um, okay. But yeah, it's. It's just, I just love, like, because it is the simplicity. It's just piano and Mariah. And, you know, there's very little production getting in the way of her just singing her truth, basically. And it feels really powerful. It is just one of the most, yeah, like I said, it's one of my favourite Mariah songs. And, and you know, I have many favourites, but this would be up there with Vanishing Almost and home. All I've Ever Wanted. Like, it's, yeah. It's pure Mariah. <laughs> I can just think of Almost Home. It's all I can think of. <laughs> it's the best Mariah song <laughs> in the world. Number one favorite. <laughs> um, okay. So um, did you score it? I'm assuming it was Infinity. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right, we've had to interrupt the the album because <laughs> we've been talking way too long. <laughs> so unlike us. I know, it is confusing. Um, so Glitter will become a two-part. <laughs> we've got side one and side two. Look, the vinyl was, has two sides. Perfect. So that's how, that's how we get it. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, <laughs> so we'll have more justice for Glitter in the next episode. Uh, and then we're going to watch the movie. Nah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> More glitter next time. <laughs> Bye, Lamely. Bye, Lamely.